Hi guys, welcome back to Let's Talk Ideas. Today we're going to start off our episode by talking about a little story. We had actually posted about it on our Instagram page, um, but it's essentially about vulnerability and we thought we would go a little bit deeper into it and hopefully you guys can relate. Um, a couple of weeks ago I had actually was feeling very uh, down and it just felt like a dark cloud over my head and I had a lot of emotions. I didn't know where to put them. I didn't um, know how to express myself, so I just called up Raman and I asked her if she wanted to go for a drive. And essentially, I just wanted a space for to cry without being given advice, uh, without being told what the next steps are. I just wanted a space for a non-judgmental space to just essentially just be held and told that whatever I was feeling was valid. And... So she picked me up. We ended up going for a drive, a very long drive, but we both were crying and I didn't know what she was crying about. She didn't know what I was crying about, um, but it was a really beautiful space for us to just show up and be vulnerable, um, to essentially be invariably seen, um, for emotions to be exposed. And we both truly saw each other that day and... It was just, yeah, it was a very like beautiful, energetic space for us to cry together without even knowing what the other person was going through, but there was just so much love and support, and we were allowing our divine feminine to just shine through. There was just a lot of allowance, and um, we both left with a lot of respect for each other, mm-hmm. and um, I feel like our stre- our bond really strengthened after that day. Yeah, and... I think, yeah, like you said, I didn't know why you were crying. And in that moment, I just essentially wanted to be there for you and allow you to feel those emotions and not be giving you a solution or trying to, you know, find a remedy for to stop you from crying. Yeah. Because um, often when someone is drawing a silver lining for you, mm-hmm. It's or telling you, oh, you know, yeah, you're going through this, but look at the positives. Right. Or you're going through this, but, you know, like, uh, you should be grateful for this, this and this, which I agree with. Mm -hmm. But in that moment, when someone truly wants to express their emotions, the best thing for you to do is not to draw a silver lining. Right. But it's just to tell them that their emotions are justified because Mm -hmm. it kind of diminishes what that person is going through. Right. And and see, the thing is, everything has a process. So if you are feeling sad in that moment there there's a time and a process for it you know eventually maybe there will be a time to give you a solution or a Mm -hmm. remedy but in that moment i just felt like that wasn't what was necessary Mm -hmm. um and i needed to just be there for you Mm -hmm. and i was really glad that you gave you know had so much trust and faith in me that you wanted to share that space with me so thankful for that yeah and and I'm actually very grateful that you gave me that space because I feel like when to be vulnerable it invokes a lot of fear in us Mm -hmm. and because you're basically allowing yourself to be unbearably seen for you to be emotionally exposed yeah and our nervous system is wired so that um like to feel uncomfortable when we have these certain quote-unquote negative emotions such Mm -hmm. as sadness Mm -hmm. and anger and disappointment and um but if you find you know the right tribe or the right people Mm -hmm. that allow your divine feminine to come through because i feel like in a world 
where we're constantly on the go, we're constantly problem solving, we're constantly creating solutions, the worst thing you can do is to not allow yourself to process things. Right. For yourself not to allow things. And just go on to the next step. Yeah, because I feel like that's almost like toxic masculinity in a way, Mm -hmm. where it's just like soldier on, you know? Like you're going through this, so soldier on. Like Mm -hmm. get your shit together and just get up and keep moving. But I, like, you, for us to be truly balanced is for us to even to bring our divine feminine into balance and allow her to come through and be sad and be cry and and cry and process and hurt and express what I don't know express what you're going through Mm -hmm. really piece together and process what you're Mm -hmm. going through where where do you think that this fear though of expressing vulnerability comes from I just yeah I think it's a like, I feel like it's just like, kind of like a social construct. Like, I don't even... I think it's just like a... Like, how many... I don't, I don't necessarily think it's a social construct. I mean, I, I'm sure that there's many people that feel okay with expressing vulnerability around their friends and family. Well, no... However, the, I know for us... Yeah. The reason that, why I say that is because I actually came across an article today, which I thought was going to be a positive article, but it rubbed me off the wrong way. And it basically said, it was like nine things you should never tell other people. And the nine things were, don't express your emotions. Don't, yeah. Don't tell your... um, Where the hell did you find this article? I don't know. (laughs) It was like some sort of self-help. It just came up and I thought it was going to be a good article. And yeah, it was like, don't express your emotions to other people and don't uh, show your vulnerabilities. Don't talk about your weaknesses yeah don't talk about your weaknesses that people can use that against you so i feel like this is a like i do feel like this is like a like this is a social Mm -hmm. construct that is placed on us because even well i guess we are taught those things essentially in the workplace taught those things in the workplace you're taught that even like i for the longest time felt like i couldn't express myself towards my friends because I, I there's a lot of people I know that are not comfortable with emotions mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people that I have made uncomfortable when I talk openly about my own emotions right that they get weirded out by it because they're like why are you talking so openly about mm-hmm. this with me mm-hmm. um and so I've never really fully felt comfortable being authentic mm-hmm. until I have like found like a tribe that allows me to come as I am right so I don't think this is just you know, like a unique thing. I yeah. do think a lot of people are afraid to express their emotions and show their vulnerability. Right. And I, and I think, I think, yeah, I think you might be right because a lot of people do think that, you know, showing painful emotions, whether it's sadness or anger or fear, that those are signs of weaknesses. Yeah. But I think vulnerability is like the greatest strength. For it, sure. It shows courage for you to actually show up and be yourself and express what you're going to express what you're feeling just to be unapologetically you it is the greatest sign of courage mm-hmm. because you're willing to risk yep. so you're willing to risk it yeah quote unquote risk it i don't know what you're risking but because well, there's no you're because yeah. basically a lot of people have been made to feel unsafe when they have expressed their vulnerability mm-hmm. so you develop this fear and you build up a guard essentially to protect yourself and not express your feelings yeah because there there is judgment there mm-hmm. may be potential judgment there may be people trying to paint a silver lining for you yeah 
Uh, there may be people telling you that what you're feeling is not valid. They may diminish what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that is one of the worst things someone could possibly do to you. I mean, how many times in like growing up were we mocked for crying? Many times. Right? So, I mean, <laughs> that right there would be a classic example of, you know, being made feel un- to feel unsafe because of showing yeah. sadness or whatever it was in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, and I I feel like me, you, and I are just such big criers. We literally cry over everything. Um, and even watching Titanic, like I couldn't. Titanic <laughs> is a sad movie. It is. But I remember like even like <laughs> watching it. Like I, would, I and I don't, this is so like weird, but I felt like I had to hold back my tears because I was so afraid of showing that I was crying. And crying was almost like this whole embarrassing yeah thing. And oh yeah, it always was. Because if you started crying while watching watching a movie. You were always made fun of. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and I feel like I not- guess I blocked that out. <laughs> and I feel like not being able to show vulnerability, like especially like in my case, I feel like because um, I'm such a very expressive person, right? And I express through love and emotions, and I feel like for me to hide that was almost hiding my light. Mm-hmm. So I would hold all all of myself back because I didn't want people to see the side of me. But now after my own personal growth, I've realized that's actually one of my greatest strengths mm-hmm. to be able to feel so deeply. Yeah. Like you and I feel so deeply and I feel like it is one of the greatest gifts you can have. Sometimes being an empath, it can be a little difficult, For sure. but I think it is one of the most beautiful things because you're able to feel so deeply, but you're also able to practice so much empathy and compassion mm-hmm. for another person and feel exactly how, and understand exactly how they're feeling, Right. which I truly do think is a strength and I truly do think it's a gift. Yeah, I agree with that, but I do think that being an empath has its drawbacks in mm-hmm. its own way. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, you feel so much and you're able to take on the emotions of others and, you know, give them that compassion. I think a lot of people take advantage of that. They do. There's Um, a lot of energy vampires. Yeah. And, you know, you end up almost taking responsibility for someone else's actions. Mm -hmm. You might end up even like apologizing for the fact that they've hurt you in a way because they can manipulate the situation since you're able to give them so much compassion Mm -hmm. and empathy. Mm-hmm. And they use that towards their advantage. Um, so, yeah, I think that we do definitely see the best in people and we give people the benefit of the doubt. But the drawback of that is that um, there are energy vampires yeah. out there and you need to be very aware of them and aware of um, the different feelings that they are imposing on you. Yeah. And it's crazy because you're actually able to absorb other people's emotions. And I don't For know, sure. like, have you ever felt like walking into a room and oh. you can instantly Instantly feels, know the vibe, right? Yeah, instantly know the vibe. Or even like one person's negative vibe mm-hmm. will like just completely throw you off. And yeah. you kind of have to center yourself. Like, there's been many times where I've had to go either into like the bathroom or just into my room. Like if there is a social gathering and just take five minutes to breathe if someone's negative energy is affecting me because I'm able to absorb all of that. Dude, it just clicked because now I, I remember as a kid, I would always do that like during parties or things going on. I would always need like 
a little bit of a break and I would yeah. go to, go away to my room. <laughs> and I thought that was because like I was just a loner. But now I get it. Like it was too much for me to take on. Yeah. Because when there's so many different energies and there's so many different personalities at play. Yeah. It's a lot. It, it's almost like you're taking on every single person's energies in yeah. the room. And yeah. it's a lot to absorb. And there's also been times where I can, like from a distance, I can feel someone's negative not even negative, but I can also like feel if someone close to me is mm-hmm. going through something and I can just like pin it right then. And it gives me anxiety. Right. And sometimes I'd, I can't practice that discernment to understand if it's my emotions or someone else's. Mm-hmm. But now like through greater self-awareness, I've been able to figure that out. I'm like, hey, is this truly the emotion I'm feeling? Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like what helps is just to get curious and so it is to call up your loved one, even if you're, even if it's a miss, even if it's not right. Yeah. I, I feel like the best thing for you to do is to call up that person and be like, hey, are you going through something? Like, do you want to talk about mm-hmm. it? Because I feel like if I have that instant, um, like if my intuition is telling me that someone is going through something and I don't do anything about it, it eats away at me and it almost gives me these like weird anxious Right. feelings and I remember I had talked to you yeah. about it at one point and I was like hey I'm like I can feel this so deeply so I'm like the next time you're feeling something even if it's something really tiny mm-hmm. I need you to tell me on the spot like don't even like hold back right. even if it could potentially like, hurt me just say what's on your mind because that is a lot easier for mm-hmm. me to handle than for me to sit days on end thinking over and over again about what could potentially be going on right and I think with us we're we're at a point in our relationship where we are able to be openly vulnerable with each other regardless of what the emotion is so we do feel comfortable enough to share those feelings um but i think there's definitely work that needs to be done in order to get to that point of creating a tribe yeah of people where you are allowed to feel vulnerable because i know growing up we didn't have that tribe where we felt comfortable and so we had to go out and create it for ourselves yeah because there was always that toxic masculinity around which is you know get your shit together like you know soldier Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. um you don't have time to cry you don't have time to feel and it was always um like the only way for you to soldier on was to focus on your goals like focus on the next thing that you need to achieve so everything was always masked yeah and and i think from that we definitely developed this need to be perfectionists, mm-hmm. um, you know, presenting the best version of ourselves and having that guard up constantly. But I think that led to a lot of internal turmoil, mm-hmm. um, you know, which was a lot of self-criticism and shame and then eventually feeling those emotions of fear, anger or sadness mm-hmm. and they would, you know, be bottled up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we have been working very hard to break that cycle of yeah. being perfectionist and sometimes it comes up like sometimes if i'm having a shitty day i will be like hey you know stop spending so much time dwelling on this emotion that you're feeling mm-hmm. and just get whatever the fuck you need to get done yeah and soldier on keep moving you got to keep working towards your goals and then i check myself i'm like what the fuck are you doing mm-hmm. like you're in that moment i'm not practicing any self-love mm-hmm. like that is not self-love no. For you to completely ignore and dismiss what you're feeling. Right. And even diminish what you're feeling. Yeah, and I think that that kind of stems from not identifying those emotions that were, you know, 
bottled up Mm -hmm. and they're coming because they've been suppressed for so long and eventually they start to show up they do and um i really do think that and especially like an indian family and indian culture i feel like we've been raised that way which is um don't show your emotions oh for sure because well i mean just culturally we don't like to talk about things yeah even like mental health is not a thing in indian culture <laughs> like it's completely... indian people don't suffer from mental health yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it's complete and it's so sad because it's so overlooked and there's so many people who are struggling with mental health but it's not openly discussed about and even i remember growing up and even and again like our parents were doing the best that they could mm-hmm. but if i was to go to my parents and be like hey i feel really stressed out right now they'd be like you have nothing to stress about you have a roof over your head we give you food yeah. <laughs> and you have you're getting an education there's so many people who don't have that same privilege you have nothing to be stressed about or or they'd find start giving you solutions or start giving you solutions right so you weren't necessarily allowed to just feel that emotion and yeah you had to just get through it right now yeah and that and that in that like even with them doing that it's like creates like shame within you because you're like wow like maybe maybe i am being a brat like maybe i'm not being grateful like maybe Mm -hmm. what i'm feeling is not valid like you're essentially not allowed to just be yourself yeah because you're supposed to be someone else yeah which is (laughs) the worst which is actually really sad yeah really really sad but i think there's definitely a process of allowing yourself to understand that being vulnerable is okay yeah it is it's completely okay and it does it has nothing to do with weakness i feel like it's just completely strength and um and i think that like especially I mean with with our relationship or whether it's another relationship I think when you allow yourself to show your emotional vulnerabilities um you're you grow stronger not only by your with your with yourself but also with whomever you're sharing your vulnerabilities yeah. with you're allowing that person to truly get to know you and mm-hmm. truly and allowing them to actually fully see you exactly because you're being authentic and showing your yeah. weaknesses yeah and with that, actually, you develop a deeper se- uh, understanding of self- sense yeah. of self as well. And even you're also opening a space for that person to also share their vulnerabilities. Exactly. So you're creating a beautiful connection with someone mm-hmm. by opening up and allowing and giving a space for that person to open up. Yeah. I'm glad we figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> but just some things about... Um, let's go back to being an empath because I feel like a lot of people, um, like you said, there are a lot of difficulties with... Don't. Being- yeah that and i think a lot of people don't fully understand what being an empath means yeah um so well from what i have understood about myself as an empath is that i have a habit of taking on other people's emotions Mm -hmm. or taking responsibility for their actions almost even Mm um you know because i try to understand what the other person is going through so say if someone has even hurt me, I will try to get to a deeper understanding of what caused them to need to inflict hurt on me. Yeah. So I'm always giving the benefit of doubt and looking for the best in people. But I think that does come with drawbacks because when you are holding yourself up to this high moral standard, you start to think that everyone thinks like that, but that is not the case. There are many, many people out there that 
don't have any kind of moral code in my opinion <laughs> and they try to use these um these uh characteristics of mm -hmm. you of you know being so compassionate and empathetic yeah against you yeah yeah because i think like the good like em like empathy is obviously a very good quality because it can help you connect with others through a very deep level of understanding like you have good intuition and you're naturally nurturing um and you have this natural healing energy mm -hmm. and also being around happy excited people makes you feel good right but the like you said the only the the difficult part of being an empath is that you pick up on the negative energy of other people um and this could lead to like anxiety and despair and also like you said um giving people the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm um, and I think you are, when you're an empath, you are kind of a magnet for narcissists and sociopaths and psych yeah. psychopaths or, yeah, energy vampires. And that's because not only are you willing to take responsibility for your own actions, but I'm more inclined to take responsibility for other people's mm -hmm. actions. And so these people that are energy vampires, when they come across me and they see me taking responsibility for the shit that they've done, they're like, great, I don't have to take responsibility for anything. She's going to take it all. So yeah. why wouldn't that be the perfect situation? Essentially, you become the perfect victim for them. Right. Right. That's scary. It, it's very scary. <laughs> and it's draining. It's exhausting. <laughs> and it's scary because there are so many people out there like that, unfortunately. Yeah. And so let's talk about like the things that we can do to um protect ground, ourselves protect yourself and kind of ground yourself because you can feel so many things that so mm -hmm. like what are things that you do um i think over time i've had to teach myself that i'm not responsible for how everyone feels mm -hmm. and that not everything is my fault mm -hmm. and and you're not responsible to take care of someone exactly i'm not yeah. responsible for fixing anyone yeah. or anything yeah and yeah, and I think that's been a process. Um, it's been a process to learn that and mm -hmm. accept that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of the things I find is, be is because before, if I was feeling something, I would completely overlook it and I would allow myself to feel it for days on end. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I have talked about was first establishing like boundaries or mm -hmm. um, being curious. So one thing was being curious. Right. So which is if I feel that someone around me is going through something is to call them up and ask questions and be like, hey, are you um, instead of waiting around. Right. And allowing yourself to kind of go through this, these anxious feelings. But other is creating boundaries with your friends. And mm -hmm. if they love you, they'll understand. Yeah. But it's just say that, like, hey, if you're like I said, like if you're feeling something, I need you to tell me right then and there. Um, because I can't take that on for days on end because it really sure. affects me. Yeah. Um, and I totally get that because yeah. essentially like it's, it's a fear that what is it that the other person is going yeah. through and is it going to affect my relationship with them? Is it going to affect the person? It's just fear all over. Yeah. And I could see how that would be, um, very harmful to your day to day life. Yeah. And so, but, and so before, like I would let the, these feelings eat away at me mm -hmm. and I would just, and I wouldn't even identify them. Like I would, it would, I would just have this constant anxiety, but I wouldn't even understand where it's coming from. And then I realized that the best thing to do is just name the feeling. Mm -hmm. So one thing that has really helped me is just to journal like every day when I wake up, okay, what are the emotions that I'm feeling and kind of identifying them, mm -hmm. um, which lets me just like lay them all out on paper. And mm -hmm. so they're kind of, I'm taking them 
out and putting them on paper and that kind of gives me a little bit of a release because okay now I understand the the emotions that I'm noticing um, and I don't need to identify with them Mm -hmm. and then you can practice discernment being like okay like am I actually am I actually feeling this thing is it me that I'm feeling this way or is it someone around me that's feeling this way it's Mm -hmm. like so that's journaling has and and um naming the feeling has really helped me mm-hmm. um another way to help is grounding so um taking deep breaths and uh, practicing mindfulness meditation mm-hmm. but another great way is to go out in nature i feel like nature is such a healing yeah and i found that um you know during times when it's winter and it's hard to get outside even just going for a drive and seeing that sunlight um it really helps and le- like we did that day going for a drive mm-hmm. and having a good cry yeah it's definitely what helps yeah because sometimes that is what i need to do yeah if you're feeling that emotion yeah and i feel like being in nature is one of the best meditative things that you can do for yourself mm-hmm. because you're just in this non-judgmental space these in, in nature where right? where you can just be just be it's so beautiful because you feel like your problems don't exist almost because you see that like wherever you are in nature this piece of nature has withstood so much yeah you know so your problems almost seem minuscule yeah and another thing is just being self-aware so what are the things that make you feel good Mm-hmm. what are the things that make you feel so one of the things we pointed out was nature right um the other day i took a flow quiz which basically tells you your level of flow okay and so mine is a flow goer which is i thrive off of just being in a state of flow all the time but i need certain things to get me in that mode right and i realized that for my flow type it's i need to either like dance before i start working mm-hmm. or meditate before i start working or doing yoga and those are the things that make me happy. And sometimes right. when I am feeling like so many emotions all at once and I feel anxious, one of the things I do is just dance it out in my room. Even mm-hmm. if I look like an idiot, yeah. I just do it and I just let my body just yeah. feel it all. And so it's I think it's important to practice self-awareness and understand what are the things that make you happy and the things that make you... Or, yeah, and like for us, even today, we just sang a song actually yeah. <laughs> before we recorded this yeah. Uh, podcast. And yeah, because we were feeling anxious and it's a shitty day outside and it's Monday. <laughs> so we were like, let's sing it out. And yeah. we had a great time. Yeah. And another more like practical way, I guess, um, to uh, pr- like protect yourself from others' energies is if you're in a social gathering and you've someone's someone just has really not negative mm-hmm. toxic energy and i just um found out about this now which is actually a great uh tactic because i feel like you and i we take on like we just talked about we take on other people's energies and we make it our own right and if that person is miserable we become miserable and and when i let me explain that to people that don't understand when we say that like say if there is a social situation where you know someone is toxic we not only take on those energies that are negative but it lingers for days yeah. weeks yeah. years <laughs> so it's 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 not something that's just uh 
you know, like, oh, we got into a bad mood because someone else was being toxic. Yeah. I remember one time I literally walked into one of her like social gatherings and um, I could immediately when I walked in, I could feel the vibe. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to my one of my friends and I was like, hey, is everything okay? And he was like, yeah, yeah, like, it's fine. Like, don't worry about it. Right. But later on, obviously, there was something wrong. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't like I didn't under I didn't know exactly what was wrong, but I could feel the energy and the atmosphere Mm -hmm. and it killed my mood for the rest of the night. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I couldn't be myself. Now I feel like I have the courage to actually walk away for like five minutes. Yeah. And go in my room and meditate for five minutes and um and or just like do deep breathing exercises but a good practical way is to visualize like a glass shield between you and that person so Mm -hmm. if you feel that person's vibe coming through it can't get to you because there's this glass you understand you know what they're going through or what emotions are pouring out but you're not allowing it to be absorbed by yourself Mm -hmm. so because you have this glass this imaginary glass shield between right So that you don't take on that emotion for the rest of the night Mm -hmm. or the rest. Yeah. And it seems like it's extreme. Like, oh, you need to visually see a glass shield. But (laughs) sometimes that is what is necessary. (laughs) (laughs) Sadly. (laughs) And the other great way um, to deal with this is to actually release your emotions. So using yeah. yeah, so using ways to release your emotions, whether that's journaling, whether that's through crying, like we just talked about, being vulnerable, sharing, yeah, with, with a friend. Um, but yeah, I I do think that empathy is a gift, um, but there are some drawbacks, um, and the ways to being empathetic without the negative side effects is to maintain a strong sense of self, um. But yeah. Yeah. So and don't be afraid to be vulnerable because it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Being an empath is okay. Um, and when we say vulnerable, we mean, you know, being angry, sad, crying, essentially any emotion under the umbrella, it's mm-hmm. it's okay to feel it in that moment. Yeah. And vulnerability, you don't need to suppress it. And vulnerability is courage. Vulnerability is courage. It's not weakness. It's courage. And um, allow yourself to really truly feel and process allow your divine feminine to shine through and also on the other side being an empath um there i i do think that being an empath is not a burden it's a gift it's only a burden when you allow emotions to become your own when you don't have a strong sense of self so when Mm -hmm. you implement tools to help you with with being an empath it can truly be a beautiful gift i agree because you can truly feel you feel so deeply and then you can also um feel what others are going through and practice empathy and compassion but we hope that today's podcast um has helped you i know we went a lot about vulnerability and being an empath but we just really like to feel things and we encourage you to feel and i feeling is a beautiful thing (laughs) yeah and so go cry go be angry go be sad whatever you got to do process processing is key all right we will see you guys next time Cheers, guys.